bottle, you put water into a cup. It becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. The water can flow or it can crash. Okay. Awesome. Here we have the lovely polar Vargas, is that right? Duran? Yeah. Vargas Duran. Yeah. Vargas Duran, okay. That sounds Brazilian, am I right? Chilean. 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 Ah, Chileno. <laughs> We've had a few Chileno people over the last few weeks. Uh, oh, really? We had my friend Christian just the other week and the week before that. He, uh, he was the one who was telling you, you know, the whole ayahuasca thing? Yeah, he was telling me about he, that. Uh, he was very much uh, <clears throat> blown away by the ayahuasca <laughs> ceremonies that experienced in your motherland, Brazil. And uh, here, I'm, I'm, I'm very delighted to have um, so many people of such vast ethnicities over the last few weeks uh, dropping this salient knowledge about the world, you know, because the crucial journey is all about trying to understand the different facets of life, whether or not yes. it's, uh, it's how to pick up girls or whether or not it's how to understand mm -hmm. who you are, the very core of your being. And yes. it's great getting this diversity of perspectives. And one of the cool things about you is that you have this vast interest in all these different fields like metaphysics, science, Personal development, yeah, and uh, you come from obviously you, you're uh, <laughs> you're you're not the, the run of the mill Australian, obviously, right? You're, you're Chileno. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. So uh, all the more yeah. fascinating, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. I am very, very, very um, delighted to have the uh, the amazing Polar in the house. I think I've been working on this for the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I added you. You know, I was checking you out on Facebook. Like, Who's this girl? Add her, and then it turns out you're yeah. this really deep person. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, you got to get my podcast. <laughs> and uh, you know, you you goes by. We're gonna Skype it, but you're you know, obviously we never got that going on. No, Finally, I know I'm here. You're here, so it is. <laughs> I am totally stoked right now. Yeah, can me you see too. Them? So I'm, I'm very, awesome. ladies and gentlemen, if you cannot see, I'm very stoked. This is my stoked face. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Paula, wow. So um, tell us about yourself. Um, you, you've oh recently gotten yourself involved in, in fitness and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, that, well, that's just another new adventure. Okay. Well, if we're going to talk about fitness, that's actually a new world for me because I've always been interested okay. in, in dancing and expressing myself through flow and movement. But okay. understanding the body and how the muscles work and doing strength training and, and really feeling into the muscles and, and gaining a consciousness of a conscious awareness of, of how my body works, that's mm -hmm. really new for me. You know, I was with a PT um, a couple of days ago mm -hmm. and we started the program and He's like showing me all these cool exercises that he that he just found out about, and he's teaching me stuff about my body. And I was like, I felt like I was back in primary school because on, on the mental, emotional level, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know my stuff, you know. Absolutely. But when it comes to like my physical, physical. body, I was like, wow, I feel like a retard right now. <laughs> yeah. And they're all kind of intertwined. I've been yes. listening to a lot of the. Uh, the works of this guy called Elliot Hulse lately and yes. one of the things he says is that people have this idea there is a div division between the mind and the body but there isn't I mean essentially when your when your mind is working well that's when your body's working well and if your your mind is out of whack it manifests itself in all of these um, I think he I think he calls them like some kind of weird energetic um, uh, I forget the term that he uses, but these weird patterns that manifest yes. in your, your bad posture and the way that you yes. you move and all this other kind of stuff. So it's so important yes. not just to have things going on mentally, but also yes. physically as well. And yes. obviously you've been 
you've been looking into the whole physical aspect of things lately. Yes, yes, and that's been really exciting because um, I'm the kind of person to, if I jump into a new field of knowledge, I'll mm -hmm. immediately start connecting it back to all the other things I've learned. So mm -hmm. when this guy was showing me all these cool exercises and I was, I was blown away because he was so inspiring and he was so into what he was doing, I was like, oh my God, everything that he's teaching me, I've learned this on an emotional level and on mm -hmm. a mental level, and now I get to experience it on the physical level. And it's so grounding mm -hmm. and it's really amazing to um, get those kind of insights because all of a sudden I developed a lot of appreciation for people that do really look after their bodies absolutely and I'm not looking at them like oh they're just that's all they care about and they're not absolutely. superficial I'm absolutely. like that's not superficial that's actually like an amazing um, process of achievement yeah it's yeah. like that post you just put up on your page just the other day it got me yeah. thinking the same thing yeah, and, uh, yeah just about bodybuilding how a lot of people perceive bodybuilders as these meatheads. We're just talking about that. But yeah. when the reality is that the kind of mentality that you need to be a successful bodybuilder, the fact that you need to research, you need to show discipline, yes. you need to develop yourself in all these different ways, it basically represents that you are uh, an achiever. And yes. if anything, you find the bodybuilders, people that have really gotten themselves to a very high level of physical prowess, they yeah. tend to be brilliant, not just in looking good aesthetically and yeah. having having their physical body working like a smooth vehicle, but yep. in other realms as well, these guys are very intelligent. I mean, if you check out someone like uh, Elliot Hulse, you gotta check this guy out, he's this personal trainer. And e even people like, Joe, you know the Joe Rogan experience? Yeah, Joe yeah. Rogan would come into that category. The guy is not just a meathead, but as you know, the guy's a great speaker. And yep. yeah, that, that whole post, I, I remember reading that and going, damn, that is true, you know what? It's maybe true. I should do bodybuilding. Thinking, <laughs> you know, maybe. And the one question I wanted to ask you was, how do, how do women see Bodybuilders, because I know a lot of guys they want to develop their body just so they can press the girls. Yeah. Look at me and be like, you know, I'm Swatsnag Yama. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> girls, girls are thinking. Oh, I'm guessing they'd be thinking, wow, this guy's this guy's hot. But do you, is there a point where it becomes a bit too much? What's your, um, what's your okay? Well, this that? is I can't speak for all the women out there, but I do appreciate muscles on a guy, mm -hmm. and I don't mean um, they don't have to be not. For me, like bodybuilder might be a bit too big. Like if they're just like this giant gorilla of a man, okay. I might be like, ooh, okay. So what we saw, how does um, someone like, I'm trying to think of an actor that's got a pretty uh, pretty lean physique. What would what would be, Arnold Schwarzenegger, is that is that too much? Yeah, that's probably a bit too much. But I'd, this backing is obviously uh, yeah. is Look, Mr. It's, Universe days. That, yeah, that's, that's something to be appreciated for its own beauty, I think. But mm. um, in terms of... Uh, sexual attraction, I, th uh, I would probably mm. listen it. I appreciate a really beautiful physique. Okay. Right? And well, you, Arnold Schwarzenegger's physique's not beautiful? Well, it is. Okay, okay. Let me rephrase this. Okay. I guess for what me personally, mm. I like a guy to be kind of lean tone and, and have good, you know, muscular. Okay. Um, but not too big. So, Justin Bieber, is that a good example? Uh, no? I don't know what Justin Bieber's body yeah. looks like. Um, yeah. I, I would feel like a bit of a pedo if yeah. I went in, on the internet. Oh, said, he's, he's legal now, but I, <laughs> I just I just recently saw this meme showing Justin Bieber, yeah. I think when he was 17, yeah. with a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger with his amazing physique, and they're kind of saying, this was sexy in the 70s and this is sexy now. Right. And Justin Bieber's got this... Uh, this emasculated look where he, he looks he basically has not an ounce of muscle on him right. and he's got this whole kind of cute I'm I'm a bit I'm a, I'm in a boy band I'm all kind of yeah. girly kind of thing looking on yeah yeah no <laughs> no, no. Saying, he's not a boy band but you know he's got that kind of boy band esque look about him yeah, yeah as opposed yeah. to the uh, the quintessential man Mr yeah. California yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 right um, I think I prefer somewhere in the middle. You know, some somebody who obviously um, worships their body and, and does 
do physical exercise and does yeah. um, place an importance on aesthetics. And um, I think this is where a lot of people get tripped up because I think that people are stuck in this whole thing of like, um, you know, if either they're really good looking and they're an asshole mm-hmm. or they're really nice but they're ugly. Yeah. And it kind of seems like you, you in one of the two categories mm-hmm. or, you know, you're like this amazing spiritual person and you totally have yeah. to shun the material, physical, tangible world or you're in that physical, tangible mm-hmm. world and, you know, you might have a great body or whatever, but you're not spiritual. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm like personally quite sick of that yeah. dichotomy because I think it's a bit childish and, and immature to separate it like that. You know, I Absolutely. think, yeah, and I think it's important to, to worship the both sides. Um, and so to strike a balance between the two. Yeah, yeah strike a balance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think if you have a healthy mind, uh, I think you'd be inclined to take care of your body anyway. I mean, this is yeah. your your physical vehicle is is the is what you're using to express yourself in this world. I mean, if you yeah. come from a spiritual outlook, obviously it's what you're inhabiting, yes. and obviously you want this to be functioning at a high level. I mean, yes. if you're gonna do whatever you're doing, even if it's not related to physical activity, like yeah. uh, teaching or or do, showing your passion performing unless of course your physical vehicle is working 100% it's going to be more difficult to excel at what you're doing yeah so um i think people that kind of just you know they, they look at the whole focus on the physical body as a as a narrow-minded uh, attempt at silliness i think that's a, that's a poor way of looking at it mm, but it i think on the other spectrum it, it can be a little intense when you become too obsessed with that one mm, thing cuz yeah. at the end of the day i mean this shit is temporary it's not you're yeah. not going to last forever but yeah. why not maintain your body i mean as long as you're on this planet it might, why not just do what you can so that you are going to function to your highest level when you're experiencing life oh completely well i'm a big fan of empowering each area of our life so mm-hmm. You know, not just our spiritual, but our physical and our mental, our emotional, you know, our relationships, everything. So mm-hmm. I'd, I don't buy into the whole, like, you have to be one or the other. Um, Absolutely. You know, I'm going to be spiritual and kind of just not worry too much about how I look or I'm going to just worry about how I look and, and okay. not worry about my insides, I guess. Yeah. You know? So you, I, I don't want to, I don't want to pigeonhole you into one of these new ages, but you have, you seem to have a very progressive attitude as to looking at life i mean you mm. wh- where does your where does your influence come from i mean you're obviously not just caught up in hippieistic you seem like a very grounded scientifically um <laughs> I, I, <laughs> motivated person you know what i mean yeah i'm um, i'm pretty much uh, like in the balance of a lot of it because i mm-hmm. think that there's a lot of wisdom in in all of it um i was born in chile and so when i came yeah. here to australia i kind of brought over that that energy of of South America, I guess, mm-hmm. and, and growing up with a whole bunch of white kids in a white suburb, it was, okay. I already felt different from being very young. And um, the whole personal development journey, spirituality journey really started when I was 17 and my parents decided to go back to Chile. Okay. Um, and I was meant to go back with them, but I didn't. Wow. <laughs> this was at the age of 17. 17. Okay. Yeah, I'm 27 now, so that was 10 years ago. Quite the independent woman. Yeah, and yeah. I and so they went back, and I kind of freaked out because I didn't even I didn't know how to look after myself at all. Mm. I was still a kid, like yeah, you know, and and I still haven't got my act together. Here <laughs> <laughs> hear you coming from, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't know how to look after myself. And then I thought mm. to myself, oh my god, well I got to deal with this somehow, right? So mm. I kind of my ex at the time, he my boyfriend at the time, he had a business and he was an entrepreneur and quite forward thinking and introduced me to a lot of kind of personal development speakers okay. and got me into that world. And at the same time, I was starting to study law 
which was like this very um, structured, you know, very like in the box kind of mm. um, way of thinking. I was going to school. I didn't even like my degree. I just did it because my parents told me it was good. And <laughs> like all that. most of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Story, yeah. I started on that journey through uni, but at the same time, I was hanging out with my boyfriend at the time who was an entrepreneur, who was quite forward thinking, who mm. had introduced me to psychedelics at the time. Um, and that, okay. that that actually really opened up my mind to so many things. Wow. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Psychedelics <laughs> seem to be the theme of the podcast it, it, lately, <laughs> probably out of the last couple I, of weeks. So, <laughs> so you're no stranger to uh, to the psychedelic. We're talking mushrooms over here. We're talk, what are we talking about here? Uh, don't worry. This isn't going to go out to more than a couple of people. Don't worry. You don't have to worry <laughs> okay. about the police officers okay. coming at your door. It's I'm all good. Go, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. I mean, um, he, yeah, my, my ex at the time had tried LSD and and mm. he gave some to me one day and I remember being for a while I was like you know don't don't give me that crap it's so dirty or but okay. um, one day I decided to do it with him and and it really opened up my mind like to so many things to the nature of reality and I was you know 17 18 just started uni my parents had left um, and I was in this kind of weird transition mode. Mm. And when I had it, I really, um, it just took me out of the framework of my own mind. You know, like I, I was seeing the whole world from the basis of my own conditioning, my cultural yeah. background, my beliefs, my parents, everything. And it took me out of that. So I could just see reality for what it was rather that, than what... That's incredible. It's yeah. such a common thing that I keep hearing this, this effect that you, uh, that happens to you when you're under the influence of psychedelics, like, so you have this transcendent experience. Uh, I, yes. I watched a documentary recently called The Overview Effect that pretty much uh, embodies what you're talking about, and yeah. they, they mentioned this thing called Salvatore Samadhi, where people that go above uh, above the, obviously, ionosphere, stratosphere, and they, they get to see the, the planet for the first time, the astronauts, obviously, um, they, they, they gain this great appreciation for reality, and they're able to see themselves as not just this egoic person but they basically it's like you're seeing the world not just from your eyes but the eyes of the uh, it's called brahma but the, mm. basically the yes. universe and mm. just what you mentioned there just made my mind gravitate to that just the idea yes. of seeing it's this um ability to see yourself it's like you're uh, an overview effect you're looking down on yourself and seeing how people look at you yeah that kind of resonate with where you you're coming from when you have this experience yeah completely completely it really took me out of my own mind and and it's such a bizarre experience that it really changed my life forever, you know? Wow. And, and it helped me to understand the power of my own mind and how my mind constructs reality. Because okay. I, I remember at one point um, my ex decided to go, he went to the bathroom or something, and he left me by myself. And it was quite a dark room. And it This is when of, you were under the influence. Yeah, and okay. I, was quite, I was a bit nervous because I was like, oh, my God, I'm by myself, and everything looks kind of trippy. And I was like, eh. mm -hmm. and I was looking around, everything looked really sinister because I was feeling fearful. I was like, oh. And then I thought to myself, oh, my God, well, I feel a bit fearful right now. What if I just kind of just relaxed and, and adopted, I guess you could say, a positive mindset? What would happen then if I started yeah. kind of just smiling around at everything? And as soon as I did that, the entire environment Boom. changed. Everything changed. Like I felt like I was, everything was just like so wow. nice and warm and everything was smiling back at me and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds like such a crazy idea, but yeah. just the, what I get from that is the fact that how your, your simple mindset, like your, the way that you perceive reality, it, yes. it affects everything. For instance, just changing your, your, your mindset, like just being yes. happy, it affects everything. And people, everything. people in the, uh, obviously the new age circles, they say that like, obviously the way that you're, you're the, the your state of mind affects your entire reality and yes. 
when you when you're under the influence of psychedelics, you really get to experience that on that heightened level. How right. just your mindset influences everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. It was amazing. And that's when the penny dropped for me because I was like, oh, so the way that I see things, well, it's all just perception, right? Mm. So if I change the way that my mind is functioning, the state of my mind at the time and the mm -hmm. way I see things and I can change my outer reality. And that, that just blew me away. You know, that, that really led me onto an amazing um, journey of self-discovery and spirituality and, and personal development and mm -hmm. um, really deciding that at the time I was like, oh my God, I've just gotten into this law degree, which is like the opposite of what I'm experiencing right now. And I really kind of began to um, shun that, that area of my life. Okay. I was like, you know what? I don't, I can't buy into this. Like in the box thinking this, you know, it mm. was, it was just so like in the system, you know? And I was like, this is just not cool. This is not, um, this is not real reality. I guess you could say. Okay. Yeah. So what did you take yourself out of the law degree? I mean, what, actually what happened? I didn't, I <laughs> ended up doing seven years, Respect seven, a seven year degree of law and business, which is pretty funny. Like I, I was kind of having this this double life of of going to uni, doing law, mm -hmm. and at the same time I was, you know, promoting music gigs and music festivals and going out a lot and um, really developing my social capabilities. And I was yeah. also I was um, doing massages and nightclubs too. So I had this kind of like, okay, you know, is is sure really guys are listening to you right now and going, well, tick tick, tick, tick. <laughs> damn girl. <laughs> That's funny. Because um, that's yeah. that's how I kind of um like I guess um, found out about you. You're, apparently, you're a music promoter. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, you were juggling all of this and doing a law degree and working on your journey to self-realization. Yeah, it was pretty intense. It was pretty intense. Um, and and it really like it just opened up my eyes to a lot of different things. Nowadays, I don't really I don't really take psychedelics, but I'm really interested in understanding behavioral patterns and. Uh, social conditioning and getting rid of that from the body and from the mind. Absolutely. Because I found after a while of, of doing a whole bunch of personal development stuff, like I was mm -hmm. really into people like um, Brian Tracy, okay. love Brian Tracy and, um, you know, Anthony Robbins and the typical, typical guys. Mm -hmm. um, and they're like, yeah, you just got to, you know, think different. And that kind of works, but at a certain point it, it doesn't because you still got your old patterns from childhood and you still have the the programs installed in your mind that's so true you know and you have to get rid of rid of that shit <laughs> yeah, i've been learning a lot about that lately mm. i mean i feel like there's only so much reading that you can do we were mm. just speaking earlier about how obviously you're a very well you seem like a very well-read person and we're definitely well educated but you're not you're, you're not the biggest fan of books like myself whereas <laughs> i i read a few ebooks and stuff but yeah. i'm pretty much just an audio podcast whore and yeah. constantly watching documentaries and yeah. Regardless of whether or not you're ascertaining your information through books or audio podcasts and whatnot, I feel as if people are so much in this headspace and there's yeah. only so much that you can learn that's really going to affect you, like the core of who you are. I mean, yeah. let's say we have three brains. Obviously, there's the frontal lobe known as the, the neocortex. There's the uh, mammalian brain and there's the, uh, the reptilian brain. And mm -hmm. all that reading, all of that intellectual stuff is happening on this head level. But yeah. because like we're nine-tenths subconscious, so much of what is controlling us is on this subconscious level. It's happening yeah. within the mammalian brain and the reptilian brain, like these are inherent proclivities that we have. I love using big words like that. It means that we're inclined to do certain things. Like we see a beautiful woman and we can't intellectual, we can't say, well, yes, she's a beautiful woman, but I'm in a relationship and I will not be attracted to her. No, you're just like, oh, I want her. Yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, and no matter how much you learn, unless of course you can, 
you can reprogram yourself uh, but through these exercises, through realizations, transcendent experiences, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to change the core of who you are. I mean, how do you feel about that? Um, it is really hard to change the core of who you are. Um, I've been working with an amazing person called Gary Newton, who actually um, specializes in undoing a lot of those behavioral mm -hmm. patterns. And it's literally going into the core of your psyche and ripping out a lot of the old programs that are just unnecessary stuff from childhood, you know, mm -hmm. shame, guilt, dogma. They're like the really heavy base stuff and just um, basically like, yeah, taking the roots of that and just getting it out of your system okay. um, and operating from a like an, an upgraded level, I guess you could say, and having more degrees of freedom in, in the way that you act and the way that you are. Um it's, that it's, awesome. it's really amazing stuff. So this is a lot of the stuff that you practice? Is this um, something you've been practicing lately? Yeah, it is something that I've been practicing lately. Um, I now work with him. He, he combines a whole bunch of different uh, methodologies together. So kinesiology, like NLP, a bit of personal development stuff like John Martini, And he's come up with his own method. Mm -hmm. um, but it's literally just being able to speak directly to the subconscious mind through muscle testing. Um, and getting to the core of the issue without the mind getting in the way and literally clearing away particular energies that un are now unnecessary. Okay. Um, and he's actually taught me how to self-clear now, which is really cool because if I have something that comes up and I'm like, oh, I'm doing that thing, yeah, and, and that's like kind of a looping thing, I'm like, I, I'll just get rid of that. Okay. Just get rid of it. So these are basic techniques that you're, you've started applying now in your life? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And it's, it's been an interesting ride, definitely, because mm. it's, it means that you're reshaping your identity. Because once you take away, say, something like cultural dogma, I mean, that's stuff that you've been holding on to for maybe thousands of years, you know, mm -hmm. through, through your bloodlines. Absolutely. And you're letting go of some of that stuff. And it's, um, it's, a, it's a pretty crazy thing to do. That's such a salient point, Paula. Because, <laughs> I mean, we've been speaking about the programming, and most people have been looking at that on your, from, the, from the day you were born. But there's a lot of, I think, what's called philogenetic programming. I mean, the, mm. the, the basic traits that you've inherited from not just your mother and your father, but from generations. And generations, uh, that yeah. stuff plays a role in the kind of person you are. You, yeah. You'll find that's why, for instance, certain cultures have uh, a tendency to do certain things. Uh, there may be... Uh, uh, for instance, you find people from an, an African or Brazilian, that kind of South American background, they tend to have this natural uh, tendency to be, be, be into music and rhythm and all that kind yeah, of stuff. And definitely. I, I think a huge part of that is not just um, indoctrination from this from the day that you were born, but it's part of it. It's part of your blood. That's why people say mm. it's in your blood. It's who you are. I mean, that are, yeah. affects you as well. I mean, if yeah. essentially our DNA controls. Um, you know, the kind of person that we are for the most part. Obviously, our environment plays a huge role. But our DNA is, is formed through generations. It's not just something that's been created. Mm -hmm. How? I mean, yeah. there's programming that's taking place, obviously, during the womb. Um, but there's also programming beyond that. Programming within the, uh, the, the, the X and Y chromosomes that um, your fathers have passed on and their fathers have, have passed on. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. It's amazing when you go kind of back into your even just your own family history and you find mm -hmm. certain similarities with with you know some of your ancestors you're like oh my god i'm like that too that's crazy. you know yeah um yeah it's 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 pretty crazy to like dive into that stuff but i think it's really important um we yeah. often talk a lot about how a lot of people know already that you know they're the product of social conditioning and and all these kinds of conditioning and mm -hmm. programming and whatnot but they'll just stay at that level of talking about 
how fucked up we are as no, a result of that, but anything. not actually doing anything yeah. about it and just complaining about how shit the world is, how shit the government is, rah, rah, rah. I do a lot of that. <laughs> I'm all about talking, <laughs> talking, talking. People are like, why'd you get your, you have to ask Christian to do something? I like talking. I'm a speak, I'm a speak You're person. A speaker. No, that's good. <laughs> I mean, people need to be educated as well. Um, True, but I'm, I, I'm playing, I'm being silly, but at the end of the day, I, I, I don't want to um, minimize what you're saying. It's so important to, uh, to actually get off your ass and do something, right? Mm. Well, I, I come from the point of view of just um, working on yourself internally and, and literally letting that emanate from yourself because the more I can be the person that I want to be and mm. be of service to the world, then that, that's where I'll come from a true place of power rather than trying to change everything externally. Um, you wow. know what I mean? Absolutely. That, that's where the real power is. So that's pretty much the direction that you're heading in now. I mean, you, you told me, um, I was you know, chatting to you as, as you do on Facebook, and you were mm -hmm. telling me that, Recently, you've decided to start your own business and yeah. you follow your passion. I mean, mm. I'm guessing the law thing wasn't really your, uh, your your passion, but obviously you can implement that in what you're doing now. That's one of the great things about life. You, you don't always see the the relevance of the things that you're doing until you're, to quote, um, uh, who's the, the maker of Apple? Jobs, Steve Jobs, he says that you can only connect the dots once you're going back or something to that effect. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, when yeah. you're looking back, then you can see how it all fits together. Absolutely. And yeah. coming from a legal background, yeah. girl, I'm sure that makes makes so much of this stuff so much easier yeah. to, uh, to get running. Um, I think the, the main thing that I got from my law degree was just understanding human behavior. <laughs> really? Really understanding, yeah, human behavior and, and watching um, my colleagues, well, my, my law friends at the time, kind of adopt this mindset that I didn't really share and um, go down a path that I didn't agree with necessarily. Like mm. everybody's got their own, you know, things Lawyers that they want to so do. Lawyers are so ethically uh, <laughs> flexible. I'm sure they have these. They'll <laughs> yeah. justify anything, you know. Well, actually, it's completely moral to defend an, yeah. uh, a guilty person because it's an adversarial system and we're playing a role and it's all part of the process. Therefore, mm. shut up and just do as you're told. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a, the, there's no like big picture thinking involved and I'm really usually very hardcore on the like vision um you know big picture thinking side of things or mm -hmm. you know like how can we advance global consciousness kind of vibe so yeah. to the law thing was really like it was like my my opposite which was really interesting yeah. um but yeah developing developing my own business now it's switched on society and it's literally about... Sorry, what, what is it? It's called Switched on Society. Switched on Society. Yeah, that's, so that's a, a catchy yeah, okay. yeah. It's about switching people on, basically. So uh, how do we advance global consciousness? You know, I'm, I'm a fan of promote Because essentially, I'm a promoter. I'm a connector. Mm -hmm. I love socializing. I love mingling. I love connecting people together and especially connecting different worlds together. And the way I see it is that the more integrated we can become, that's how we become more powerful. And I'm really interested in people and ideas and businesses that are, are really forward thinking, um, really progressive and our consciousness expanding in different ways. You know, like I, I put music in there. I put health in there. I definitely put the fitness stuff in there, um, personal development, um, spiritual work. Um, wow, girl, what don't you put in there? You're, uh, you're, you're what I like to call an entrepreneur in the sense that you're, you're not only like, creating your own opportunities, but you're taking all of these different fields and you're bringing them into one in this uh, holistic system. We've got a bit of music there, got a connectivity, we've got yeah. the paradigm shift. We got it all. Fitness, yeah. yo, it's all about the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial shift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's that's, like a one-stop shop, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to have a bunch of partners that basically are specialists in all those fields. And my job essentially is to bring, I guess, more of the mainstream into those worlds 
So how do we help people become more interested in things like spirituality and personal development? And mm. how do we have um, people, I guess, become more consciously aware of themselves by understanding their true values? And this, this is something I talk about heaps is like um, understanding your true values as a cornerstone of human behavior. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that pretty much is like a, a Demartini thing. Not really, but he talks about it. Um, yeah, he talks about it a lot. <laughs> He's awesome. But he talks about it a lot. You know, we all run our lives in accordance with a hierarchy of values. Absolutely. Right? But most people don't really know what their actual values are, which is, which is funny because if you really knew what your values were, then you could start to structure your life in accordance with those values. Mm-hmm. And um, if you knew what other people's values were, then your relationships would just be amazing because you'd know how to talk to them and how to connect with them on, on all these different levels, right? And I think that's where society is going is, is we're kind of moving away from this, um, you know, just go to school, get a job, work this nine to five, et cetera, kind of mm. lifestyle, just very mundane, very um, uninspiring. I think that it's shifting to a much more inspired life where people will actually start to become aware of the fact that they can design their own life on their own terms. Okay. And with technology, we're, it's, it's becoming more and more um, easy to do that. Absolutely. I think. Yeah. One thing I've realized especially watching uh, a lot of Elliot Hulse's work lately. He's all about doing what you love doing and making a living from doing it. I mean, he's one of these people who's completely shunned the, uh, the nine-to-five work system, you know, uh, left his job se- several years ago. And just by doing what he loves doing, by sharing, he, he talks about how, I can't remember all the, sta- the stages he talks about, but how ultimately by sharing what you love doing, that's, that's a form of currency. Basically, you're putting it out the, into the world and you will receive some kind of income. I mean, he doesn't use the word income, but basically the more that you share, you share your passion. I mean, we're through the use of things like YouTube by basically doing talks or on personal development or sharing your music and all this kind of stuff. You can actually, you can get paid to do this kind of stuff. That's crazy. There are people that receive thousands of dollars worth of check and they can make a living by just sharing videos of what they love doing, be it performing or be it talking about personal development. And there's never been a time quite like that before. It's so easy Obviously, it's it's easier said than done, but mm-hmm. it is possible, and it's such a beautiful mm-hmm. uh, concept, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think it's gonna. It, it is e- definitely easier said than done. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty tough, but I think that it's um, as more and more people do it, it's gonna start to become the norm, really. Because um, I look at say my my little brothers. I've got two little brothers. One's okay. seventeen, and the other one's fifteen. Wow. And they they know Not stuff. So <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like to me, they're still like Absolutely. six years old. You know. Yeah. Um, but. They've got knowledge that I have only kind of just started to to collect together. I'm like mm-hmm. far out. Like I definitely was not that switched on when I was that young, you know. And I think that's that's a growing trend. Like as we, you know, we're, we're about to go on this huge, crazy journey as, as a as the whole world is of you know everything's just going to kind of explode out of control in terms of technology and and really the, the advancement of consciousness. And mm-hmm. we're going to have to really understand um, how energy works. Uh-huh. In order to stay ahead of the the curveball, I guess you could say, because it's the people that don't are going to fall behind. Yeah, how to yeah. implement all this technology? I mean, uh, I feel a little sad for the people uh, that are that refuse to use technology like these. Uh, I, I I speak to a lot of these uh, people in their fifties over the phone when I do a part time job, and mm-hmm. they anything to do with using internet banking or making their life easy using the technology. I don't trust this interweb <laughs> thing. It's not. But it's such a powerful medium, and I think people need to embrace this kind of stuff. Yeah. And what what I find really fascinating about what you're doing with your business, I mean, obviously you're 
ultimately, I mean, I know you probably don't like pigeonholing what you do, but you're a personal development coach. I mean, you're, obviously, you want to you want to share what you love doing, and you, you're all about influencing people in a positive way and making them the best version of themselves that they can be. Yes. But I feel like you're doing this on a, on a larger scale, and you're mm-hmm. you're not only applying this to individuals, but maybe on a business and societies as well. Mm-hmm. Is that because yeah. I was a little um, I don't know, I wasn't exactly certain as to um, exactly what direction you're going with your business. I mean. Mm-hmm. Are you basically doing personal development on this corp- corporate level, or is it? Are you are you targeting like completely different, um, like not just businesses, not just people? Yeah. How would you how would you succinctly describe what your business is? Um, well, there's two different facets of it. So there's more of the business side, which is literally um, running marketing workshops and dealing with people one on one to help them. Uh, apply principles of human behavior and understanding energy to inspiring people with their marketing mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people they get get business cards or they get websites and whatever they don't uh, and they have content there but the content isn't the right content to inspire people mm-hmm. and I think it's really important to understand how to connect with people on an emotional level okay. so that you actually lead them to for them to be inspired to act on what you're offering them so mm-hmm. it's literally Putting, bringing all these principles of personal development and human behavior and human connection to marketing and to business, you know. Um, okay. And so to make business, I guess, more relationships driven rather than about numbers, right? That That's one part of it. The other part of it is introducing into the mainstream amazing ways to transform your, you know, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical reality um, with all these new technologies, whether it's through health or fitness or um, personal development. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's quite a wide uh, it, It's business, very wide. Yeah, well, it's like, Switched On Society is like a big, it's going to be like a big um, umbrella uh, of, of quite a few different things. Okay. But the essential, the essential, essential part of it is advancing human behavior and advancing human awareness um, through through these amazing technologies, you know. And right now I'm, I'm quite focused on the, the mind technologies. Um, like I said, um, Gary Newton, who I'm working with, he's gotcha. quite a gun at, at, at helping people get rid of old patterns. And I, I think that's just going to be a thing in the future where it's just like, oh, I have this behavioral pattern. Okay, I'll just get rid of it. Absolutely. You know, we don't have to be stuck the way we are. Like I'm, I'm kind of sick of people saying, oh, that's just the way I am. We're, no, that's bullshit. You can, you you can, can't change, you can, it. You can change yourself. It's just a, a getting getting with the times, really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the way that you use the word technology because immediately I thought of what? You're going to be using some kind of like new um, iPhone to, to, cha- to yeah. brainwash yourself. But obviously it, t- technology can be something as simple as a, as a technique, uh, for mm-hmm. instance, or some kind of meditational technique or mm-hmm. a, a new way of, uh, of thinking of things. And yeah. that's the kind of technologies that you're implementing. It's yeah. more of a societal technology, not yeah. uh, zeros and ones kind of technology. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very cool. It's, it, it's like... Um, You've obviously caught onto this whole paradigm shift, and uh, you 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 apply this very um very very down to earth approach of doing it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're obviously not talking about airy fairy notions, like um, which I'm sure you're into. I mean, I'm into like chakras and all this kind of st- stuff. But you, I feel like you're looking at it on a very practical level. Yeah, definitely, and, yeah. definitely. I think I got turned off by like a lot of the the hippie stuff because mm-hmm. I just think um um. You have to get with the real world, and I'm, I'm like I said before, I don't like this whole spirituality versus materialism thing. Jean I think that it's actually one and the same. And the more balanced you become, and you can integrate both sides, then that's when you really, really feel like you can actually make a difference in your life. Wow. And uh, let me.
let's get back okay. in there. It's all good. I'm just going to um, get back in there. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we just lost the connection. I'm just going to chop it all up and put it back uh, together. But yeah. I hope you didn't miss too much of that. We're just talking about trying to find balance in, in what you do. And yeah. I think uh, Paula has a really good outlook on on applying this holistic um, yet somewhat grounded scientifically uh, um, you know, motivated approach yeah, <laughs> yeah to what yeah. she does yeah i think it's just um yeah the more you integrate yourself and, and you balance yourself out then that's like i said that's where the power is and i think that um you know we're here on this physical earth and we we should really appreciate the physical form as much as the spiritual form i, I really like i i love kind of diving into both of those worlds mm-hmm. and like i said the fitness thing for me now is like a new world of like um of understanding my physical body and okay. at the same time realizing that by doing that i'm actually undertaking a spiritual practice at the same time and it's very well said. It's really profound yeah so what what exactly are you doing with your fitness at the moment are you, are you doing um are you doing pilates are you doing weights for what are we doing um, here? I, so I'm a, I, I do dan- a lot of dancing, but okay. I mean, the new stuff is more so strength training, so weight training. Um, and that's really cool because I get to feel... I get to feel my muscles more than I ever kind of used to. Crazy. Yeah, and it feels very grounding, which for me is actually, it's it's like a spiritual healing in a sense as well because I'm being more grounded to, to my body and to the earth and I feel like, okay, mm-hmm. very cool. I'm, I'm like expanding my consciousness and my knowledge of, of, like I said before, the way my body works. And it's, it's a very cool kind of like... Um, awakening you know yeah, yeah. i think it's I, i've heard this phrase used before um it, it's it's kind of like it's very catharsic it's like you're I, i've heard elliot hell speak about how uh we uh, a, a lot of our problems are manifest as these neurotic holding patterns like a lot of the problems that we have on this mental level where they're actually manifested within our physical body yeah. and by exercising i mean think about the word exercising you're basically exercising like an exorcist you know what i mean yeah all that negative emotions all that crap that's uh yeah. that's built up in the within you and he has this thing called bioenergetics whereby either working working your ass up by just basically doing certain exercises that some sometimes seem absolutely loony like yeah. i've seen this guy you know just shake himself and get all you know like wild up and it's a way of kind of just letting go of all that energy and by physically getting uh, physically doing things by actually lifting weights by you know really using your body yeah. it's a way of exercising i feel anyway mm-hmm. a lot of these neurotic holding patterns that we accumulate yeah. over time like anger and they have to manifest in some level and um, that's one of the great things I love about exercise I don't think even as a philosopher even as a someone that wants to uh, is just purely focused on the left brain way of things you know whether you're scientifically I'm um, inclined you're not going to reach your full potential unless of course your physical vehicle is working at its best and you're not going to get it working at your best unless of course you exercise you do some kind of activity mm. it doesn't have to be weights but yeah. you've got you got to exercise yourself girl yeah 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 yeah, yeah totally it's so cool to see um i mean I, one of my biggest things lately and i know it's been your point of your biggest thing since you were 17 is personal development and i think uh i think it's so important to be constantly growing and i i feel a lot of people lose sight of that in this uh in this day like they just have objectives and once They've set their goal and they finished it. It's like that's the end of it. Mm. But unless, of course, you're setting new goals and you're, you're constantly pushing yourself, you're not going to grow. And that's the only way that we grow. And I'm, I'm a little reluctant saying this because I know that there are certain obstacles that we go through that can impede our growth. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, unless – I mean, you have a look at physical development, weight training. I mean, unless, of course, there's some kind of resistance that you were forcing yourself to undergo, undergo by lifting heavy weights or by – exercising and straining yourself, you're pushing yourself, you're redlining it. 
you're not, your body is not, your body basically uh, has to adapt to that difficulty. Otherwise, it doesn't grow. And I feel like life is like that. Unless, of course, you're challenging yourself, you're not going to grow.、Mm. You just have to be mindful that you don't experience something which is completely going to destroy, rock your boat. You know, because there are unfortunately there are some things which do affect us in a negative way, and some of us don't always,、um, you know, spring right up. Yeah. From yeah, those yeah. experiences. You mean it?、Um, you mean isn't. Pushing yourself too hard, or absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. Yeah, well, it's like, whoa, okay, I went a bit too far. All right, you know, well, in, like, phys- in working out, or in, like just oh, in your life. Just- oh, just in, just in general, like say for example, with some spiritual work, I'm like, well,、mm-hmm. I'm just gonna bust these patterns out, you know, like as in the, get rid of some of my old conditioning, and and I'm just like, just want to get rid of it all. But then, if you take on too much, that could be that that kind of wreaks havoc in your external experience、absolutely. as well. Yeah,、absolutely. but that's fine. Like you know, you go through it and you. You go through a bit of turmoil, and then it's all right. You actually end up as a, you know, onto the next level. I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Paul, I, I wouldn't, think, I, I wouldn't forgive myself if I didn't bring this up with you. I mean, you're obviously from、um, Chile. Yeah. That's like the whole South American thing. I mean,、yep. one of the, the, the popular plants that a lot of people have been talking about. It's such a buzzword now is ayahuasca. Yeah. And、uh, I mean, are you familiar with that that whole thing? And、uh, have you? <laughs> Do, do you have any relatives, people that you know of that have、uh, that have done in, it? Yeah, that have、um, done it. Actually, most of the people that I've that I know that have done it are here in Australia. Okay. <laughs> well, you've been here for for some time. Now, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um. So, the closest experience is probably in Brazil. Um. But I like I personally haven't actually tried it.、Mm-hmm. Um. But I have heard a lot about it. Okay. And, and are you curious?、Different. I am. I am actually curious. Yeah, yeah. I am curious. Okay.、Um, it is. Yeah. Like I know. I've quite、um, a few close friends of mine have have done it,、mm. um, and I know that it's quite popular nowadays. And I think that's cool. Like you're always going to have, you know, and each generation will have its own thing. Yeah. You know. Well, I know. I'm guessing. Obviously, having experienced drugs, you have a very open-minded attitude towards them. But.、Uh, mm. Is that your general stance? I mean, do you feel there are dangers involved as well? I mean, how do you,、um, if if some let's say a sixteen year old kid wanted to have an ayahuasca experience,、um, yeah. how, how do you feel about? It? Is there a limit to to this kind of stuff?、Um, I think that look, it's really definitely about the individual because、um, mm. you have to be quite a balanced person. And and personally, I'm quite a, a deep thinker, and I like to I. I Think of myself most of the time as quite composed, even if I'm going through a lot of stuff. So,、mm-hmm. um, you have to be able to go into something like that with with a balanced mind already. I think that if you're very unstable, then it's just going to make you more unstable. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the reluctance I have is, whereas I hear so much positive things about it,、mm. I also hear stories, not specifically about ayahuasca, but also things such as marijuana and, and lighter substances about people. Taking that trip and just spending the rest of their life in a mental asylum, you know what I mean?、And、yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I've always been. And a lot of people look at me; they th- probably think that I've smoked a, a thousand drugs under the sun. But I'm, <laughs> I'm quite the opposite. I haven't. I've never even drunk. I, yeah, I don't, I, that's I don't, awesome. Yeah, I don't smoke. I don't do. I don't even take coffee. You know what I mean? Wow, that's amazing. And, well, it's not. I mean, it's neither good or bad. It's just the,、yeah. the kind of mindset I have. I don't want to play around with my chem- chemistry purely because I know I'm very sensitive. I mean, obviously, I mean you can say shit about me. I'm not sensitive in that sense, but. Uh, when it comes to my physiology, I know how I've tried basic medications in the past, and just small things like Panadol and certain medications. Just growing up, they've had such a profound effect on me、mm-hmm. that I've always been a little kind of, I'm not sure if I want to try this stuff. And I'm not just talking physical stuff. I'm talking, I'm, I'm a bit of a hippie man, you know. As much as I、uh, hate saying it, I feel like I've had some pretty、um, trippy experiences when I've just taken certain drugs in the past,、mm-hmm. and as a result. 
whenever it comes to uh, playing around with my body chemistry, I'm always a little reluctant, rather err on the side of caution. Mm. But you know, we only live once. You also have to err on the side of passion, right? Yeah. Oh, completely. I, I <laughs> yeah, completely. And I've been in both of those worlds. You know, mm. sometimes like I'll go out, I have a few drinks and whatever, and and I think it's totally fine um, to. It, it's all about what you can handle, I think, and and understanding the consequences and. And if you do want to do something like that, or if you want to go out and get smashed, whatever, mm. um, just understand that you know there's there's going to be the next day, or there might be something weird that happens, or whatever. You got to be like, it's got to be ready to deal with it. Sometimes just like, yeah, I don't really care. I'm just going to do this anyway, and that's fine. Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm very like meh about a lot of this stuff. I think that um, my general view on on especially on psychedelics is definitely a positive one because I've only I've had bad trips, but I've it's been an amazing positive life change um, for mm. me and for a lot of other people I know. But at the same time, I know people that I definitely wouldn't recommend it to because you kind of already have to be on that vibe of being able to take it and use it for constructive rather than destructive purposes. Well said. Yeah. There's no, it seems there's no definitive answer. You know, you kind of have to uh, look at the individual and yeah. all things in moderation besides sex, drugs, and rock and roll, as I like to say. <laughs> Paula, yeah. uh, I know that you uh, you had another uh, appointment of some sort. I, so I want to keep these, I like to keep these things down to an hour anyway. And it's, I think it's been awesome. an hour. Granted, I didn't lose too much of that little uh, uh, cut there. Yeah. But it's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you so Paula, much. Paula, you're not only a pretty face, but you were so deep and profound and <laughs> you dropped some salient knowledge, as I, I like to say, and try to sound intellectual and whatnot. Um, it is awesome having you on here. Um, I have to do it again sometime. Yeah, but we, we've definitely. got to hang. You know, yeah, I, I've yeah. been chatting to you for the last couple of years. Now, I know. Even longer and I, finally get to meet you. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm, I know. A, I'm a bit of a nerd, people, and I, a lot of my friends are caught up on Facebook, and I don't get to meet them um, in person, but it's it's a pleasure when you do get to meet them in person, yeah. and I really have enjoyed meeting you, uh, Paula. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for being part of the Crystal Journey podcast. If people want to get in touch with you, if people want to check out your business, yeah. um, they want to check out your Twitter, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, well, you can go to my Facebook even. You can just check me out, Paula Vargas Duran. Otherwise, um, Paula getting... Vargas Duran, that's V-A-R-G-A-S. Yeah, that's right. D-U-R-A-N-T. D-U-R-A-N, like Duran Duran. Almost got it, almost got it. Yeah, and I will have my website up, switchedonsociety.com in the next week. So Crazy. Are you doing that yourself? exciting. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not nerdy enough. Oh, well, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I just want to drop this. I'm not promoting them, but look, yeah. you, one of the greatest things about this name is you don't have to be a nerd like myself, you know, to, yeah. to put stuff like that out. There are plenty of websites. There's one called Squarespace. Yeah. It's very popular on the Joe Rogan experience. They're always advertising that, but I actually just checked it out myself. It's good. And allows you to make websites and you don't need any special know-how. It's like just using um, Facebook. You yeah, can edit. Right. It's really professional. Like, I seriously recommend people checking it out. There are quite a few um, sites like that where you yeah. can just, you know, t- you can use a template. So, um, I don't know if people want to check that out. But, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out Paula Vargas Duran, this crazy intellectual soul sister from another <laughs> mother. Oh, it has been a pleasure having you on here, girl. Thank you for having me. Look forward me. To, to catching up with you, hopefully, yeah. you know. Hopefully, yeah. I haven't scared you with my crazy eccentric <laughs> attitude. No, it's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, don't drive in text. Peace out. Keep it real. And uh, until next time, be sure to uh, to add the amazing, beautiful Polar and uh, let her know that you appreciated her being down on the Crystal Journey podcast. Ow! Okay. Awesome. That awesome. was a lot of fun, girl. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we All are matter is quantum energy that originates from another dimension. 
Eventually, intelligence will become substrate independent. We will transcend the limitations of biology. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know.